guys, welcome to episode two of our uh, Youth Pastors or Pastors 2 podcast. Uh, as Jeremy said in episode 1.5, things weren't really in a good spot last week. Uh, we, we had planned on trying to sneak one in uh, in between certain, certain situations that were going on. Uh, and if you haven't heard, uh, my wife's uh, mom passed away last Wednesday. Uh, she, she, she had cancer for a couple of years and finally it just kind of, it's just a weird situation that happened so fast that uh, one day she was fine. And then the next, it was just like, I mean, it was just like that. And, and they said that was typical with the kind of cancer they ha- she had. And uh, yeah, so Jeremy stepped in and just did his 1.5. Cause we, we wanted to put it, something out there to make sure that you knew that, Hey, we haven't forgot about you. We haven't, uh, we, we just kind of gave up after for one episode and that's not the truth. We're actually working on things behind the scenes to, to update. And I, I hope to have the, the new logo official logo on this video. Uh, You're going to, that's the way you told them. Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, okay. There you go. The, the, we have a new logo that uh, hot off the press, probably four hours old that we just got in and uh, we'll add that to the video. But yeah. So, uh, if, so, so somehow I missed a phone call from Jacob, actually two phone calls, and I get this text, and it's like, you got to call me. And I was like, uh, and it was like about the podcast. I was like, okay. And he's like, okay. And we're FaceTiming each other. We're looking at each other. He goes, now I want to see your reaction. I'm going to send you. <laughs> it's like, yes, it's awesome. To be fair, he, I did call him twice, and then I called his wife. I don't know if she told you that. I did call your wife. Why did Jacob? Why did Jacob call me? I was like, "You've got to see this." <laughs> and so, and then he called me back, but we were at a uh, like a friend's birthday party type thing, and we were right in the middle of prayer, and he just kept calling and calling. And then he Facetime, and I was like, "Amen," and then ran outside. So uh, it's gonna, it's gonna. I, I, I'm shocked how well it turned out, uh, and how fast because I think. I think I started talking to this guy uh, a week ago. Yeah, a week ago, Thursday, yeah, about Thursday of last week. So it was, yeah, and just all the stuff that came with it is it's awesome. And Jeremy hasn't even seen the rest of them; he just saw the the main one. So yeah, so yeah, last week was a, a pretty tough week uh, for my family, and uh, I mean, I guess Amanda and her family, and she's my family, so. Uh, yeah, so again, Jeremy, thank you for your uh 1.5. Trying to get that something out there, uh, to to do, but then that and that's why we're not having a guest this week is because one, we didn't really know what the so she passed away on Wednesday of last week, so we mm-hmm. really haven't really known what was going to happen leading up to whenever, and then Jeremy decides to go on vacation, uh. To be fair, it is spring break, uh, so I can't hold it against him. So I, if you can't tell by the picture in the back, uh, <laughs> he's on vacation. So. I am not at home. Yeah. And so, but, you know, everybody needs a vacation. So uh, that's why we don't have a, uh, a guest this week, but we are going to have one next week. Uh, we have had multiple people 
email us, which is great. And we were, I was actually pretty worried that people wouldn't. And the fact that there's like at least four, four or five, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. that's, that's great. And uh, uh, we'll be in contact with them, hopefully starting tomorrow to try to line up a perfect day for them to record. Mm-hmm. And, and to be fair, we, we are just starting this out. So we're still trying to figure out the best time uh, to do it and just kind of get in a routine of figuring it out. Cause obviously I'm not in my office. Uh, I'm actually on my couch. Uh, after last week, I went and picked up all my stuff from my office just, just cause you don't, you just didn't know how the week was going to go. So mm-hmm. uh, now I'm set up in my living room and uh, looks good. Not me. Yeah. I mean, if you saw the other side of the camera where all my wedding stuff is piled up, then that's a whole different ball game. But you know, that's right. You're getting married in like what two weeks? A week. Uh, it's a week from this weekend. A week from this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be there. I'll be there. Hopefully. Be there. Yeah. Uh, no, no. There's no doubt. I'm gonna be there. Is this like? <laughs> do you do you call this like? Do you have a name for it? Like wedding 2.0 or like wedding like part do or is there a name for it uh i, I mean I've, I've only married with like done like one wedding with my wife so well that, i guess because how would i call it i i just call it a the 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 wedding that confirms it i guess but because of covid we got married in september it was family only uh, and wedding party which turned out to be really good and i enjoyed it which was the kind of wedding i wanted but because of our venue not giving our money back we we are continuously going back and doing it again big uh dj and all that stuff on uh, march 27th uh, which is the kind of wedding she wanted so it's like yeah it's it's a headache it's like, it's like a, a hits like a his and hers, right? Yeah, and it's not. It, I can't say a headache because it was. It's not that bad, but there's a lot that goes into weddings, and when you do two of them, there's a lot. So, but I think it'd be worth it. And, oh uh, yeah, uh, we get to get well, dressed up this time around. And you and you're gonna get to have more family and friends there that are gonna get to be a part of it. So, yeah, and the, we were worried about capacity, and because of our great governor Abbott has decided that. Uh, everything should be open up to 100%. So we do get to have all this family and uh, friends and just everybody that we invited. So uh, any, I, I can't wait till you see my cake, my groom's cake. It's yeah. it's going to be sick. I'm looking forward to it. It's not a picture of me, is it? No, it's, uh, it's a Houston Astros cake. What? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. Uh, Crystal's making it. Oh man, she does wonderful work. Yeah. Wonderful so. work. Wonderful work. That's not that's not that's a free plug, a free plug. But we didn't yeah, give you yeah. we didn't give you information. So if you know Crystal from Elgin, she does cakes, but that's all I'm gonna give you. So <laughs> uh there you go. There you go. Well, uh before uh before your mother in law passed away, you had a big weekend, didn't you? I did. Yeah, we we did our disciple now, and I would, I would. It was a tough weekend. I could say that much. 
uh, and not because of Dino, but because of the uh, the the sad news of what was about to happen. So, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it, I would consider D- Disciple Now our first major event in person since COVID, because last summer, last not last summer, but last spring when we did Disciple Now, the week after we did Disciple Now, that's when everything shut down. So we, did, right. we had a pretty good disciple now. And then it was just like, boom, mm-hmm. everything online. And uh, I mean, we, I mean, Jeremy was there. We did youth camp online uh, broadcast mm-hmm. from the youth room while they mm-hmm. all were at home. So to, to be able to have disciple now in person was uh, uh, a big step in uh, where we've been. So uh getting back together and hanging out and having some fun right oh yeah uh so yeah um uh, so i guess i'll tell you a little about how we i guess we'll start with the beginning of uh, and if you haven't figured out that's what we're going to talk about today in our uh, episode uh is disciple now and what we did uh what worked and what didn't work and all that stuff so uh i guess we can start with where we started I, in the beginning you- hey that is a good plug to what we talked about uh oh look at there what day what month it was it was about three months ago uh when i i said hey so we do d now a little bit i wouldn't say different but we actually write and uh piece together all the the sermons and the, the group discussions just based on what like I guess you we collab together. Oh yeah, with, uh, me that'd be Jeremy and I, and then this year's our speaker was Keith Kilpatrick from. Uh, oh, sides note, uh, I don't know if you ever noticed, but when I spell Keith Kil- Kilpatrick, I spell his last name Kilpatrick. Oh, because I thought it was funny, and then I realized no one noticed that it said Killa, like Keith Killa. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, no. uh, so this year we did that, and um, what I don't remember last year's. What did we do last year? The last year? Yeah. Uh, uh, I should know this. No. Oh, it was uh, hand. No, that was this year. Hands <laughs> of love. So the theme yeah. this year was hands of love, and last yeah. year it was. Um, why? Uh, do- oh, great God! Uh, look. The, yeah, it was the uh, oh great, oh, oh great love of God, <laughs> something like that. It was, but if you haven't figured that, well, and and then this year was hands of love, uh, and if you don't see a pattern, those are two separate David Crowder songs, and I was driving uh, home from work and I was like, listen, and I, if you don't know this, uh. Me and David Crowder are best friends without him knowing it. Uh, he has he has a so we have a Christmas tree in the youth room that's been up there since. So I, I we put up a chalkboard wall, and the first Christmas party we had with the chalkboard wall, I drew a Christmas tree uh, with chalk, and on top of the Christmas tree is a picture of David Crowder's head, <laughs> and. I, I did that as a joke, but when I went to erase it, all the students was like, no. So it's been like five years and it's still up there. 
and even when I just we just remodeled last year right before uh, COVID hit, and I was like, we still want this, and they still want the tree up there. So that tells you how much Crowder is part of what we do. But I was listening to Crowder coming home from work, and I was like, hands of love. Mm. That's and 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 the lyrics. I don't have the lyrics in front of me, but. God created us, created us for a reason with his hands of love. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that has to, that's a good theme for a weekend. Mm-hmm. And that's when I texted Jeremy. I was like, hey, we got to do this. And then uh, Jeremy wrote the sermon outlines. And uh, I guess I'll let you, you describe how you went through that process. Yeah, well, uh, and in in the lyrics, it's got the, the song that we're all familiar with. You know, uh, he's got the whole wide world in his hands, and uh, you know, you you play that in your head. You just think about you know, God is in control of everything, right? And uh, you know, from a writing perspective, as we as we months and months m- months before D now, we we come up with you know this material that way it's it's almost ingrained in 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 all of us right it's ingrained in the leadership and we know um what's going to be taught you know what the goals are what the expectations are and what the kind of the key points that we want them to take away from the disciple now and so as as i just the first thing i do is i sit down and i listen to the song a couple times and then I read the lyrics and because uh, if I don't catch it in when I'm listening, I'm definitely going to catch it when I read it. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, listen to it throughout the writing process. And, and as God uh, just really spoke, uh, you know, I just thought of four things. I thought the beginning, the plan, uh, the fall and Jesus. And then, you know, that's we, we, uh, the format that uh, Jacob has used uh, for the last six, seven years you know, is a Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday night, and Sunday morning, because it's Sunday morning. It's kind of like a, a D now, a takeover worship service time. And so there's, it, we lay it out in four parts. And so it just kind of builds and it lays out, you know, from the, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. And, and then the fall, right? That fall happened, uh, you know, man disobeyed and uh, we've been separated by God, but there was always a plan. And uh, that was Saturday night. And then the plan was, was Jesus. Um, and that was the, the final, you know, uh, the final blood. I just, I just went blank here. Yeah. But, you know, the Sunday morning service, all about Jesus. And so um, that's kind of uh, from a writing angle, how we come up with it. And then, then I toss it back to Jacob and, and Jacob sits down. And he writes all the, uh, the talkback questions and, and the material for the, the leaders that they can do in small groups. And I think that's where a lot of the teasing out happens. Yeah. And it, it worked really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Keith did a, uh, outstanding job and something I'm going to work on uh, hopefully maybe this weekend is that we did live broadcast all sessions and uh, but I need to take that uh, redo some of the things to like fix the sound and uh, all that stuff and then I'm gonna put them back out because they I they were so good and uh, Keith did a really good job uh, and chances are I'm going to ask them again to come back next year 
but and he did i mean he took it he took the and he didn't complain about it and some you know some speakers they're like man i want to do my own thing boom i'm gonna do like go off course of what we planned but he i mean he took it he and you and keith talked more about plant that than i communicated with them i just know that he he enjoyed it he did a good job with it and used uh his personal life to portray like put out what you wrote and Mm -hmm. i i can't talk about how great keith did um well just just looking at what he so uh i called keith and i said look i'm I'm going to give you some uh, bare bones and you can flesh it out because I don't know your story. I mean, I don't know all your stories. I know some of your stories, but I don't know your stories. I don't know what God's going to speak to you about, you know, this, these, uh, just the bare bones, just the, really the bullet points and some of the supporting scripture um, that I had felt like would be important to convey to the students. And uh, I went back and read all of his illustrations. I was like, it's perfect. I didn't think about that video. You know, he incorporated some some videos that he wanted to show the students, uh, and he the, the illustrations that he just wrote out were just, I mean, so on point. He did such an excellent job. Yeah, he used the the Francis Chan video, and mm-hmm. I've seen it a hundred times, but the way he used it, I mean, it it just it felt like I just seen it like for the first time. That's cool. And, uh, then he did the. Uh, the potassium cell thing that uh, uh, Louis Giglio Louis Giglio uses that mm-hmm. is the shape of a cross, and I've never seen that until I watched it to get like I watched it to put it on Pro Presenter, and I was just like, wow, like that's uh. like yeah. So it was that was it worked really well, and I don't know if I told you, but it was good, and I think mm. it started with what you were doing. Uh, and by listening to what God was telling you and you put, basically put it on paper and then Keith took it and ran with it. So it worked really good. And uh, uh, even Sunday morning, he, the, when we do Sunday mornings, it's the church, it's all the church, not just the youth. So uh, the, the church body really took a liking to, what we talked about all week and mm-hmm. um, the cool thing with planning your own uh, uh, curriculum, I guess, is that for the first six or the last six weeks leading up to D now, we actually broke down Genesis mm-hmm. uh, leading up to it. So they kind of had an idea of Genesis. And uh, uh, I mean, when I say break it down, we broke it down to like day by day to, uh the meaning behind certain things and uh, so they weren't like oh this is the same genesis that you hear as a kid growing up so uh and it i think it 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 got their attention because there's certain things that you don't hear about when you're uh when you hear the 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 creations like story yeah uh, I, I think there's like this i don't remember what it's called but on like the f- third day or something, they God created like this shield around the earth that's no longer po- like not no longer there anymore, and it's not the ozone layer or anything. It's just something uh, I have to look it up, but it's in the Bible because I read it. So it's not like I'm making it up, but it's in there, and that's you don't mm-hmm. they skip over that part because it's it, he gets rid of it later on in Genesis. But um, 
and they've got the excitement of that because I'll be honest, most of the kids in the, our youth group are kind of nerdy. So the science part of s- certain things they really like. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was the, 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 each session had the, the, the discuss that we talked about. I mean, what Jeremy just said, um, mm-hmm. uh, hands of love and it tied in. So after, uh, so Friday night we did uh, pizza, advice, favorite pizza. And I'll say this, uh, because of covid we did things a whole lot different than we usually do mm-hmm. so uh about two months ago two months or a month ago i emailed all the parents that of of kids that had already signed up and usually the kitchen staff like the kitchen uh committee will do all the food prep and all that stuff but because of covid i was like mm, how do i limit exposure to students and uh i was like Oh, we'll just get the parents to do it because parents are already with their kids. Their kids are already with these, their other friends. It's just like a tiny circle that we just kept exposed. So mm-hmm. uh, I was nervous about asking parents to do the food. Cause that on Saturday, mostly is that's a lot of work, uh, but they stepped up and they did it uh, Friday night. Always pizza. Every youth minister does pizza. It's just, pizza's not in your diet then you're not doing ministry right so uh we did that in the session and i i guess we need the band was oh i couldn't even every year they just get it seemed like they get better mm-hmm. uh and if you're in texas and you're looking for a worship band um garrett gardner band is the place the where to go uh there's so there's, and, and, and there's no d in that that's g-a-r-n-e-r not gardner yeah, that's another joke I do. Uh, he hates it. Uh, I so if it's unofficial business, like his like a check or uh, taxes or whatever, I always spell his name Gardner, and he hates it. And I do it on purpose, and it's funny to everybody else but him. But uh, Garrett Gardner Band, uh, they're out of he's out of Houston right now. Uh, he leads worship out at Iron. Mm, what is it? Copperfield. Copperfield. That's Morgan. Uh, Morgan's of the the Iron Church or something. Yeah, uh, Iron Fist or something. <laughs> I don't think it's Iron Fist, but uh, yeah, he's in Houston leading worship. He does worship up there, uh, and there's a bunch of different guys. Uh, Daniel out of uh, Brackenridge, Texas, he leads worship at FBC there. Uh, then Morgan. He, uh, I don't know if he would come every time, but He's out of Col- He's in Colorado doing uh, AVL something. <laughs> he's he's doing something up there with the church. Flat uh, it's it is it is flat irons. I flat remember. irons. Flat irons. He he's part of the production team at Flat Irons in Colorado, uh, and there's some other guys that uh, FBC Bastrop, uh, and then they come out of Austin. And all these guys come together, and I think. Keith said this perfectly is that uh, there was five different churches represented with one band. And, and that's huge. He said that's mm-hmm. huge because you just don't see that a lot. We always come together and we, we they do this thing multiple times throughout the year and it, and it's good. And Keith said it was good and they are good. And 
they they don't do it it's not a concert to them it's a ministry and they're they're doing really good at it and um man i love seeing them uh and that's i want to get the audio fixed on our videos so everybody can see that i mean they are talented group of people that Mm -hmm. no matter what you ask them from them uh they'll perform and they make it happen even if they leave your soundboard in a mess and they leave just kidding that was morgan that was just one time uh i fixed the problem so uh anyways we did our first session and then uh we typically friday night's kind of a low uh, a slow night because saturday is always the big day but because of covid we actually ended up staying at the church students didn't go out to host homes they stayed at the church so um i had to come up with this big game to kind of wipe them out uh, <laughs> so a couple months ago during quarantine i found uh i i, I looked through different websites and i found and some of y'all might have used this before, but youth, uh, youth ministry to, is it ministry to youth.com had this game and every student played it at one point. Uh, it was among us, uh, but in real, in person. Mm-hmm. And so I took that idea and I changed it a little bit because some of it was too much. And uh, man, it was, I think the only thing if I if I had to if we do it again is that I would have spread it out a little bit more, uh, but because of the girls were staying in the Sunday school, our our church is kind of shaped like a like a big how do I, how would you describe it? Well, it's kind of like an L. Yeah, the sanctuary sanctuary is this way, and then there's a long hallway. Yeah, and, and that main girl- building. And the girls were staying at the very end of the hallway. So mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that, you know, dudes weren't going in there and doing dude things like, you know. Yeah. Uh, so you we, know. Cut, we cut that section off and then we spread out through that, the rest of the main building. But there was 10 different stations. And so that means there's some stations that were kind of like 10 feet from each other uh, and things got crowded in certain spots. Uh and the one thing I, I noticed that was happening a lot was instead of spreading out, and, I, and this might be because everything was so uh, compact, mm-hmm. they, were, they were traveling in packs. And uh, one of the rules I had was that the, the imposter couldn't, uh, had to have like a cool down time. Just like in the game, you have like a 30 second cool down time. Oh, we made it 15. Uh, so it would so they couldn't just go up and then massacre everybody mm-hmm. uh, well because of that group i was like mm, let's get rid of that rule you have oh let me I'm, I'm i'm talking to you well i'll just say this so you you have no time cool down time so the first time i i said that um uh, I'm walking around with the camera trying to catch, you know, trying to make like a hype video. So I'm, I'm trying to follow pe- different people around. And uh, I lose, I know who the imposter is because I pick them. And so I try to try to follow them, but without someone, without them noticing that I'm following the imposter. And so I'm going off filming someone else and I come around the corner and I swear there was 11 students 
that were massacred in one spot because they were basically migrating and in at the same stations and I, once i told them the imposter could take out without any cool time she went crazy she just went it was it was a massacre it was if it was real life there's no it it was it was bad cnn cnn <laughs> so uh which so in the game on the on your phone or wherever you play um you can report bodies like the someone that's fallen or whatever uh, i get i passed out whistles it, they, they all came in their individual packets so it wasn't like if i pick a whistle out of this bowl and that's how they report the body and then i had a red buzzer in the fellowship hall that would call for a meeting and so every time someone see a, a a dead body they would blow their whistle and then everybody would come back and uh see in the meeting room and how the meeting discussed what they saw and who they think it was and mm-hmm. um it was actually really fun. And I, I think the students enjoyed it. it. And I was worried that it wasn't like when you get into these meeting times that it wasn't going to be like what you see on your phone, but it absolutely turned into that. They were like accusing people that had no, they were just like, he's at, he's just acting weird. So they, man, they, they we have a student, uh, his name's Jackson. They picked on him every time. And every time someone would end up, uh, they would find a, a body. They would be like, "It was Jackson," and Jackson. I never picked Jackson until the end. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, "Man, leave this kid alone!" And uh, for some reason, I just kept picking him over and over every time. So poor guy couldn't even finish the game because every time they would meet for the first time, he would be voted out, and he would basically sit down and eat cookies. Like, like he never got to go through all the, all the different things. And the a funny story from that is that the last round um so how i would pick them i would make them close their eyes face the wall and i would hand them a a unsharpened pencil and that's what we used as the weapon uh so instead of uh i had three imposters at this time because we had we had like 14 students uh so three imposters make it go faster instead of giving it to the students i gave one to keith i kept one for myself and i gave one to amanda so we were just walking around just and they were all and they're like we don't know who it is we just we just don't know and uh finally we we got them all and we all met in the meeting room they're like who was it i was like it was us and they were all they're all mad because we were just walking around like nobody's business and you know doing the the thing so uh and that worked really well uh and if you want that um the 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 i guess the layout of the game it's i want to say it's ministry to youth.com uh and they they even have uh after i i bought the the game a couple months ago they came out with like curriculum to base that game around uh like a a three-week series i believe so i haven't really looked into that but we might look into that once spring breaks over so um and then after that, I they just went to bed. Uh, we have showers at the church, uh, not enough showers, so they actually loaded up in a a fifteen passenger van and went to my mom's house and showered there real fast and came back. My mom only lived like ten minutes from the church, so uh, it was a simple fix. We, I know, if we did this for youth camp, 
trying to, if we were going to do youth camp in person, uh, trying to like, uh, what, what would be the proper word? Uh, rig up a shower for uh, people to mm. use. And uh, in, in February, or it was the first weekend of March, uh, outside showers just might not be a good idea, especially this, this, that weekend, it actually did get really cold on Saturday night. So, uh, so yeah, you have any questions on that? No, I, I mean, all the feedback that I heard from you, just even talking about the game before, and then I know, I know my kids, they're almost youth age. They love a, the game digitally, and then they play in the backyard. So, I, I mean, I think it was a hit. So I even have, I have a, I boxed everything up so if anybody's in the area that wants to like maybe give it a try uh i can definitely pass that on uh, uh as long as you bring it back because uh, we put a lot of work into being able to reuse everything like mm -hmm. things are things are laminated things are uh, labeled and all that stuff so i don't mind uh sharing that uh if you don't want to spend i think it was like 25 bucks online uh which you know it is what it is so uh i i got all the stuff for the each station boxed up and and thrown in my office right now uh yeah you don't want to see my office so uh then we had our uh everybody went to bed we then we started saturday morning uh just like a they had their quiet time and they had we had a session two which keith brought the message again and then a worship and after each session they had their group discussions just like uh you would at like youth camp or something mm -hmm. uh i guess i could mention our, our group leaders so keith had an intern over the summer and i guess if she's gonna be the intern this summer too uh her name was mckenna uh, we called her mckenta uh I, I called her that and then it turned out that keith calls her that too uh, i don't know why i call her mckenta but it just happens to be that way um uh, and she, I, I can't say, I think without, she might be one of the best group leaders I've, I've ever uh, had. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, uh, over the years, we've had a lot come through and uh, done great jobs. But I think McKenna, just because of her heart for the youth ministry, mm -hmm. uh, really really made the weekend for the girls and uh, mm -hmm. they they were already saying well we'll see you next year like i was gonna already like like oh we so now it's like mm, do i need to ask her to come back and uh, and then she had a, her boyfriend her his name was jake and again uh i was i i always worry about the guys because they don't communicate as much uh they're just a quiet group and that's just the way yeah. even as guys you grow up you still don't communicate what well mm -hmm. but he he had he got him to talk and he um he said no, none of them were quiet and they all basically bonded and jake just did a, 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 a and I, I remember when i met with him on friday night before everything started it's like hey if you get these kids to talk and uh respond to things just let me know what you did because i've been working a long a hard time to try to get these kids to do yeah. this and uh he did it and uh he did a great job he had a great mustache uh, uh and and later on in, on saturday he 
I mean, he just, I don't know if that guy maybe considered considered youth ministry as an occupation. And I didn't tell him that because things got kind of wild at the end of the weekend, but I think he might have a calling if, uh, if he hasn't already, uh, and he lives in Fort Worth. They both live in Fort Worth, not Fort Worth, Lubbock. Uh, I thought she went to Texas tech, but she didn't. So she goes to TLU, I believe. Uh, and he he's a mechanic, a diesel mechanic, I believe. So, um, but they both did great jobs, and they yeah. led the groups, and the the kids responded well to them. It was great. Uh, we'll get and it, and you know, I think that's obviously that is so important. You know, because as youth pastors, you know, we want to make sure and know that these students are a they know Jesus, and then b they're growing in their faith. And like Jacob said, you know, you sometimes, you don't know, and uh, you can't, I mean, there's not, you don't always have the time to have those each and individual conversations. But when you do things like a disciple now weekend and you bring in people that are, uh, that are really engaging, not, not from a, not from the speaker perspective, but just from a small group perspective. And uh, he can just tease out those, some of those things that, uh, we may not get to hear on a Sunday a morning or a Sunday night or a Wednesday at Bible study, but but they just get in there and you know, pull it out, you know, and it's so, so, and then it builds more cohesion in your group too, right? Because those guys know that that's a safe place and those girls know it's a safe place that they can talk about, you know, Jesus with and, and you know, life. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, I just, uh, well, I'll get more into like how, great they were uh but we did our sessions and then um because we're uh the way we had it set up is that we i had i let them sleep in a little bit later than we typically would because got i got time i had time that i needed to fill with not enough like ideas to do so they woke up late so by the time they finished their group discussion uh, they had a little bit of outside, like they would play. They they actually got really big into ultimate frisbee, uh, which was shocking because a lot of these kids uh, aren't the athletic kind. But they were all out there, and I, that's credit to Jake. Jake brought a frisbee and was out there playing, taught them how to play ultimate, and they just kept. I mean, they played, and then they went to lunch. Uh, just the typical cool. D now stuff, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and then we. Uh, after lunch, I'm trying to think. Yeah, uh, we did a what I called fear factor, and this was prop like as a youth minister, gross things are like what you do. I've never been so grossed out by I on 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 picture on on paper. I thought, man, this is fun. This is gonna be fun not going to be a problem but once they started doing these things man they were it was the worst i i can't believe some of the things that they did because so, it was supposed to be like okay well if you do this you get the points and then if you don't and it, it's okay if you don't you don't get any points but they were not afraid to do any of it one of the That's games awesome. and, and i'll share this if anybody's interested uh but one of the games was kind of like a hot potato situation so I, I toasted a piece of toast in a uh, one of those toasters that pop up, and then I put it on a plate, and I put a bunch of condiments out, like ketchup and mayonnaise and mustard and 
barbecue sauce, some sardines, some whipped cream, all this different stuff. And so the game was that basically you go into this big circle and you put on a little bit of whatever condiments on this, this piece of toast. And I put another piece of toast in the toaster. And once that piece popped out of the toaster, whoever was standing there putting condiments on the other piece of toast had to take a bite. And I tell you, I thought they, they were going to freak out. All of them were getting nervous as the time went by. Something happened with my toaster where it got kind of stuck. So I had to like nudge it to pop up. Uh, but without a beat, this kid picked up this toast and took the biggest bite and didn't even like gag or anything. I had trash cans set up everywhere and he didn't skip a beat. He just took a big bite. And I asked him this past Sunday, I was like, how did you do that? And he's like, well, it wasn't really bad until I bit into the sardine. And uh, he said it got pretty rough after that, but ultimately it wasn't that bad. I was like, that's disgusting. Cause he, I mean, by the time I've been, I bet the thing was like, I don't know, six inches t just tired with condiments and it looked terrible. And I have, uh, I have it all on video too. So uh, mm. hopefully I'll have that out this weekend too, but it was the worst. Uh, we had uh, what we called like uh, Twinkie roulette. We had Twinkies that had um, squid or uh, oysters uh, and then one of them had just one had a gummy worm and whoever got the gummy worm obviously won, but everything else had like raw hot dogs and spam. And it was, I, and I was, I was shocked how, how well they responded. And I was worried that someone would be like, Oh, I'm not doing this, but they did really well. Uh, when I do it again for a regular D now, probably not. Cause it, one, it took a lot of prep and two, it was, it was gross. Well, and you know, and I think that's one of those things that you did it because just trying to a figure out how to stay on on the property there and uh, make make it happen, you know, and it worked. Yeah, it it, it worked, and uh, I think if maybe like a a retreat type thing, like later on, but. Uh, Disciple now, probably not. Unless, unless COVID keeps us, or something not COVID, but something else comes along and uh, keeps us stuck at one place, then yeah. Uh, but uh, I'll definitely keep it in my my folder, but not something I think I would do multiple times. Uh, mainly, did, did you yeah. did you did you get a happy meal and blend it up? Oh yeah, yeah. I actually. So <laughs> this is actually a funny story. <clears throat> I got the kids meal, opened it up and without thinking about it. So I got chicken nugget kids meal and without thinking about it, I picked up a chicken nugget, took a bite out of it and threw it in the blender. So my first, and I was sitting there thinking like, well, crap, I can't, I can't give this to kids. I took a bite out of it, blended it. Now my germs are in this thing. So I had to take it off dump it out, wash it out. And then uh, luckily I had bought like three other kids meals and I blended it all. I, I think other than the Twinkie thing, I think that's the, the, the people that did the, the, uh, the blender McDonald, the kids meal blender thing. Uh, I think that was the worst one. 
Well, see, I, I've done the cheeseburger, uh, apples, French fries, and Coke, and it smells like vomit. How, how do the chicken? How do the chicken nuggets smell? No, it 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 made me gag, and I I can handle smells because of my secular job, uh, but this was bad, and. For, and what made it worse is that when I mixed it, I didn't, there wasn't enough liquid in there to make it liquid. It was kind of chunky. And it kind of reminded me of uh, uh, hot dogs before they go into the, oh, yeah. the, the sleeve. And I was like, Oof. and it, it did stink. And it was terrible. But they, they, they ate it down. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. I think I one, girl, one girl did throw up. But. I remember uh, this was at a different church. A uh, little eighth grader, man, she just was <laughs> like, "Oh my <laughs> gosh, are you kidding me?" Wow. So, so, yeah, definitely, definitely keeping that in the folder, but not something that's going to be on top of the folder. Like, there you go. Uh, I called it fear factor, and it 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 worked, but. Uh, not my favorite thing we've ever done. Uh, then we had a little break. Uh, and this one worked out. This was probably my favorite part of the weekend. Is So we had a uh, uh, one night. So original plan was to have. So we have this guy. His name is Pastor Nava that runs the soup kitchen. Like it's a soup kitchen type homeless shelter here and there in Bastrop. And he, uh, I had, I was, he has this really amazing backstory. Like he comes from the streets of LA uh, and he looks like it. I mean, he's not like this, you know, pastor looking guy. He looks and walks like what you would imagine an LA gangster would look like. And, uh, mm -hmm. but the, one of the nicest people, he does a lot for the community. Uh, actually, he was one of the first people to respond to the snowstorm and mm -hmm. pass out pass out water and food opened up his facilities uh uh past compa what capacity could so people had place to go i mean he's just a generally good guy he does uh, christmas drives uh, actually his he calls <laughs> uh it's uh he has this funny santa name that uh it's like uh, uh chico claws or something it's really funny uh but just a generally good guy good backstory how he found jesus and what he's doing with it now uh but he ended up getting called away to do uh, a speaking gig in like houston or something so in mm. the same day i was scrolling through the, uh, instagram and uh, this this random girl popped up in my suggestion box and uh i noticed that she was friends with my wife and i was like okay uh, I was like, who is this? Like, why is she popping up on mine? And uh, it turned out her, she had this amazing story. Uh, mm. by, and because of what we were talking about, I was like, this is perfect. This is probably better than what Pastor Nova was going to do. And um, so we, she, she came and she gave her testimony. Uh, I mean, and when I say, I mean, it, it might have not impacted the students as much as I wanted but the adults and the band and everybody around that kind of understood like the struggles of a, somebody that 
went through the stuff she did really got something out of it like they're asking me for the video of it and we have video but we had some audio issues so i have jeremy and his guys are trying to fix it i have garrett and his guys trying to fix the audio because it was that good and after she gave her testimony we had like a, a question like a basically like a discussion and the discussion went uh, extremely well uh and she just i mean just her, her energy that she put off by what god did in her life i think it was super impactful and, uh man she the story that she gave and what she's doing now with her life i mean she went she was arrested over like 20 times for drug stuff and she went to rehab and um now she's like basically ministry like she's opened up a ministry to to people that or we're in the same case that she was in and she's just i mean it's just a really good story and she did really well at it and then she hung out with us afterwards and this is where things kind of went uh uh that's when we heard got the news about well we had we got the news earlier in the day with my mother-in-law uh in the middle of d now so uh we i had to we i had to get to a point where i could uh basically set up and leave mm -hmm. uh, and that's what I, we got to that point and then that's when i i kind of just took took a break and stepped back for the for a little bit and it's like what do i need to do i gave you a call uh it's like i don't know like i know i need to be there but i know if i did leave she would be mad uh it's just one of those situations like hey what do i do uh because i want to be there and i want to be there for my wife uh, but this event's going on and that we put a lot of work into. And uh, I think that's what we'll talk about next week is about um, who do you, uh, who do you turn to when you need help as a, a youth pastor? And when do you put your family, like when, when do you pull that trigger on its ministry, but your family needs to come first in this situation. So uh, be on the lookout for that one. But uh I did make the decision to, to set it up to where I was leaving and uh, going to Georgetown. Uh, I put everybody in, and this is where uh, I think if there's anybody else there that weekend, that it wouldn't have been possible. But I think God had had the right people, including the band. The band stepped up to not just do band stuff, but they took over the live stream. Uh, they actually tore everything down that night to be moved in uh and then keith uh keith stepped up as a i know he's supposed to be a speaker but he i mean he's a youth minister and he i mean he did youth ministry stuff like he took over there uh and the group leaders just ultimately just i asked a lot out of the uh, group leaders than i typically wouldn't and they just they really took over and helped and uh to where i could uh Ultimately, I, uh, I I didn't leave to go to Georgetown because of visitation times, and uh, my wife ended up coming home for the night. So uh, I did go. I did leave to go home to be with her uh, as she, uh, you know, processed and did all this stuff. But Keith uh, basically took over and uh, led the rest of the weekend. He, I I watched as I drove home, or I would say listened as I drove home uh uh to keith and again he just did a great job uh, yeah. uh especially in the time where he things were not 
good uh, for me and my wife and her her sisters and all that stuff. So uh, again, God had those people there to, and I, I really don't think other than you being there personally, uh, I don't think anybody else could have just taken over uh, where we were at. And yeah. it just, it was awesome to see. And it, once I left, I felt good uh, and never really looked back. Yeah. Because uh, I'm a control freak. I, I want to make sure everything's going right. And, uh, but this was a situation I couldn't control. And yeah. uh, I, I had to be there for her. And uh, with the people here, they really made me be able to where I was able to be. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And so I, I went home the, the night. We, we did cut some things out uh, because of they were in my head and not theirs, which was fine. It ultimately worked out to where because they were all tired and. Uh, they went to bed, but uh, we, I, I was able to get take. I was able to go to bed. Oh, I didn't really mean to fall asleep, but uh, we, w I went to bed early for the first time on a Dinao weekend. Uh, other than that one year where I got the stomach bug, uh, that was a terrible year. Uh, but uh, I got to spend time with my wife and be with yeah. her while she was. Uh, dealing with the situation so uh and then i got up the next morning and was able to go to church uh and finish the weekend out and then uh i mean just it was a good weekend yeah. things worked out the way at uh, the best we could with the covid situation to where we didn't leave campus uh i don't think i ever want to do that again because it was it's as much as it sounds like it's a simple thing to do without having like to organize ways to get students around, it's hard to organize something to where the students are busy constantly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm praying that we don't have to do that again, but we have a, we have a plan now that if it does, then we know what we need to do. So there you go. Hopefully 2022 will, we can go back to the folder of, regular dean now where they go out and uh do things in the community and uh, uh what if we yeah i'll keep those to myself for now but but yeah that was our disciple now 2021 uh it it went really well the t-shirts came out really well uh i'll, I'll wear one next week <laughs> right before the episode i was like i should have packed my Hands of love t-shirt. What am I, what was I thinking? Well, mine's dirty. I actually wore mine this uh on Monday, uh, Sunday for the yeah. uh, funeral. And uh the funeral was all graveside, so I was I was one I was nervous because uh, it was my first funeral to officiate, like I guess you call it officiate. Uh and I was sweating, so in a black shirt, I was like, well, I'll just put it on real fast. Well, because mm -hmm. I was sweating, there was like a a white stain across the side. I was like, mm, find out the best look. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and that, and we'll talk more, probably more about what we, uh, more detail about uh, this, what happened last week, and because uh, we do, I, I, I thought it was a perfect question when I said who, who do we turn to? 
Uh, as pastors it's easy to get distracted on like oh you got to carry the world but when we need to turn to somebody who we turn to yeah and then and then you brought up the question when do we pull that trigger to put family before the ministry Mm -hmm. Uh, which i hope you weren't taking like something at me about that but (laughs) no just no 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 generally speaking you know yeah Uh, yeah, because uh, I think that's something that all of us struggle with, you know. Um, I know many. Uh, I've heard the story, you know, uh, even just in the secular, you know. Dad, dad always worked, you know. That's that, that's you know, dad was never around because he was always working. Well, I think that spills over into the pastorate too, you know. Uh, you know, dad was always working. Dad was always at the church. You know, dad was well, whatever. Um, but I think there are times in our ministry. When sometimes our family obviously should come first, and uh, you know, how do you how do you weigh that? Um, yeah. So, just a good something to, something to think about, and and I think we're we're going to dive into that next week, though, right? Yes, sir. Uh, and we'll have a guest with us next week. I don't know who we just uh, talk uh, decided on yet, but I know Jeremy's in contact with them through the email. Yep. Uh, if you would like to be on the uh, next or uh, on a episode, uh, you can email us at youthpastors or pastors two at gmail.com, right? That's right. Uh, I don't think we have a Facebook yet, but I know that's in the works. It's now that we have some uh, media art and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else we need to add before we wrap this one up? Well, are we are we going to end it the way we always end it? Oh yeah, yeah, crazy story. So, do you have a crazy story? I don't know if it's crazy, but uh, you know, at the moment, it boggled my mind. Um, the the lead pastor at the time, and I was the youth pastor. He said, uh, "You know, we we don't have a screen option in the sanctuary, so we need TVs." And uh, so I said, "Okay." And he says, "I want you to present a plan uh, to the finance committee," and uh, and, and then we'll get the TVs. And I was just like, okay. And uh, so I went and presented this plan for two TVs to be hung. And it was going to project the lyrics on. And, and it was going to be, we could use it for videos if we wanted to show videos. And I presented this full plan. And the committee just kind of looked at me like this. You know, during the headlights. During, like, yeah. like, why do we know what? I left that meeting knowing for certain that we were not getting the TVs that I just presented. And I just worked the hard to present. <laughs> and uh, about five minutes later, the pastor comes out and says, all right, go get some TVs. Let's put them up. <laughs> what? He we went and he went and uh, got the card or whatever and, and bought the biggest ones he could find at the time. And, and they got hung. And, uh, you know, I think they're still uh, hanging in the church today. So pretty cool. Yeah. Uh what was the last music song you listened to that you did on purposely listen to? On purpose, I on listened purpose. to Luke Combs "Better Together." I don't know if I, I really like Luke Combs. Uh, I, I'm probably my default is country. Um, I obviously listen to a ton of Christian music, but uh, "Better Together," uh, you know, just kind of reminds me of my spouse and I. We are better together, and. Uh, I like that guy's voice too. So you like Luke Combs? 
yeah and his his story how he got famous is pretty good too he was on he's a vine he was a viner he didn't pick up a guitar until he was like 26 or something yeah he was just playing on vine that's how oh. he, was, he was a com- he was a comedian on vine and then he started singing and then he got really big so yeah vine's a vine's a platform that died that's for those of you who don't know it kind of like uh kind of like a snapchat ish oh yeah yeah i guess TikTok. It's, it's like tiktok now but. yeah uh crazy story for me man i got hundreds of them i just don't know which one to go to uh i'll tell you about the time i left kids behind uh so every every time before i I try to before school starts i try to do one last thing um and most of the time that revolves around things that i want to (laughs) do so i just pack them up and we go somewhere uh and this particular summer we i wanted to we decided to go float the river in san marcus not san marcus but new Braunfels. and so i'm like all right if i get here by 8 30 um if you're not there by 8 30 you're not going because we're already on the road yeah so i i go i pick up a 15 passenger van i we get back there everybody's there by eight o'clock i'm like heck yeah so let's get out of here early. We'll get down there early. Uh, get to New Bronzels, get onto the river. We float it for a couple hours. I come back to my phone because uh, I left it in the van and I had uh, fifth, like 15 or 16 missed calls. And uh, turns out that I had left two students at the church that were inside. Uh <laughs> that had just went inside to use the bathroom before we left. And I didn't realize that they were there because they didn't tell me they were coming. Oh they were, man. I remember talking to them when they got there, but then they went inside and I, we took off without them. And uh, that's actually the first time I ever got in trouble. Cause I, but if I was going to lose, leave students behind, might as well leave them at the church. Not, that's the that's the best place to leave them. Not a gas station or uh, something else. But that yeah, that was the first time I, and I I felt so bad. I was like, look guys, I will come, uh, and next next week, and I'll take you to the float the river. Like I, I was heartbroken and sad because I did that. But man, it was it was a learning experience. Now I I take head count. I'll check the buildings before we leave, especially for like youth camp or something. So. And the last song I listened to was uh, intentionally was uh, from Shane and Shane's live uh, Psalms live album, which by mm. the way is my favorite uh, album right now. That's including David Crowder and all the rest of the people I typically listen to. This mm. is a gr- and it's been out for a long time, but it's it's just so good. But it's Psalms forty six, uh, Lord of Hosts. Uh, such a great song uh the the whole psalms thing that shane and shane does is awesome uh basically take the the word from the bible and turn it into songs and uh, mm-hmm. I, I i i use that a lot for students so they can uh comprehend better uh some people just listen to music better than just reading so mm-hmm. uh, yeah that was the last song i looked up and i listened to it at least once a day it's such a great song and uh, talking about being in the fires uh, uh 
like the Meshach and all them in the fire and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really good. So if you need to listen to it, go ahead, look it up. It's a Psalms live album on Apple. That's what I let use. Uh, it's Psalms 46. Um, hmm. So yeah. Something, something where you look up tomorrow. Yeah. I recommend listening to the whole album. Uh, and really, if you don't know who to listen to, Shane and Shane, no matter what kind of mood you're in is a place to go. Uh, they yeah. do this worship initiative stuff that if man it's it's it basically takes every worship song and they break it down so uh people like me that don't worship like aren't worship leaders can take it and learn from it and lead later on that's, that's what i'm working on now is to start leading worship on wednesday nights and that's what i use so uh really good uh program with that but shane and shane always a good place to go no doubt. No doubt. Well, listen, uh, you want to do this again next week? Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's do it again next week then.